Bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala khairi khalqillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa ban wala amma ba'd Ayyuhal ikhwa wal akhawat respected brothers and sisters in Islam assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh I'd like to begin today's reminder inshallah with a very very profound statement and that is a statement of Amr ibn al-Qais rahimahullah ta'ala wherein he said Tuba liman aslaha nafsahu qabla ramadan he said, Glad tidings to the one who rectified himself before the coming of Ramadan. So why does he give this individual the glad tiding? Because the one who rectified himself before the coming of Ramadan is the one who will achieve maximum benefits during the month of Ramadan. Because he goes into Ramadan with the correct outlook and the correct mindset. Secondly, the one who rectified himself before the month of Ramadan is the one who will see those changes after the month of Ramadan. Because ultimately, Ramadan will come and go. But those changes which we make during the month of Ramadan, we want those changes to outlive the month of Ramadan. So he says, Glad tidings to the one who rectifies himself before the coming of Ramadan. The best way we can usher in the month of Ramadan and the best way we can welcome the month of Ramadan is by renewing our Tawbah with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know that the month of Ramadan is a month of mercy. The doors of Jannah are flung open and the doors of Jahannam is sealed tightly. And in fact, just observing the sacred ibadah of fasting, Allah Azza wa Jal, He wipes out our sins. In Al-Islam, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu has listed many deeds which have the ability to wipe out sins. However, these sins which are wiped out, they are minor sins. As for major sins, it becomes obligatory upon us to obtain the mercy of Allah, to do sincere repentance, from those sins. We need to fulfill all the conditions of Tawbah and we need to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely in order to obtain His mercy. So the best way we can usher in the month of Ramadan it is by renewing our Tawbah with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our second reminder for today bi'idhnillah is some reflections on COVID-19 and undoubtedly this pandemic that we are all faced with it is a global pandemic and it is a trial and a believer looks at situations such as these through the lens of Iman. That he does not divorce Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the equation and he knows that whatever trial he is faced with on an individual level or on a communal level, on a global level, then this calamity it has been decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so there is no way for us to get out of this calamity except by turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what is the true measure? And what is the true yardstick for trials? How do we determine whether we have been successful during this trial or not? Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala, he gives us a yardstick and he says, 
a trial which brings you closer to Allah is better than a blessing which makes you forget Him. So we need to ask ourselves this question individually. Did this trial of COVID-19, did it bring me closer towards Allah? Or did it cause me to become more distant from Allah? And ultimately, this is a question that only we can answer for ourselves individually. Another important reflection on COVID-19 is that we need to spare a thought for those who are facing trials and tribulations 24-7. Currently, under lockdown, we are experiencing some of our rights being taken away. And that is, for example, the freedom of movement. What about our brothers and sisters in places like Palestine, who are under lockdown 24-7, whose basic human rights, such as freedom of movement, is restricted. And that which is abnormal for us is normal for them. Let us think about our brothers and sisters in Kashmir and India who are under siege, right? Who have been restricted. Their basic human rights have been restricted. And when we measure the trials which we are currently faced with and we put it into perspective by looking at the trials of others we will recognize that our trials which we are faced with it is dismal and so this Ramadan it will be a unique Ramadan Ramadan under lockdown and the normal freedoms which we usually observe like praying in Jama'ah and praying Taraweeh in congregation it is something that we will not experience during this Ramadan. However, the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a unique religion. It can be applied to each and every single time and each and every single place and each and every single situation. And so the fact that we cannot worship Allah in the masjid does not mean that we cannot worship Allah outside of the masjid. And so... This Ramadan will be a Ramadan wherein we have much more free time. And that brings us to the hadith of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, when he mentioned two bounties, many people are at a loss concerning them. As-sihatu wal Many people are at a loss concerning these two bounties. What are they? It is good health and it is free time. And these are two bounties that we can all reflect over during this current time. We all have now come to realize the importance of good health. But the one who recognizes this needs to actually take advantage of his good health before sickness overcomes him. Likewise, free time. We have much more free time at our disposal. And so we need to maximize our free time. And we need to utilize our free time to come closer towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The next important reminder for today, it is the importance of the niyyah. We know the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said that actions are judged by their intention. And so our intentions will determine the outcome of this month of Ramadan. That if our intention is to better ourselves, to come closer towards Allah Azza wa and to rectify ourselves, then we will reap the fruits 
of that intention so we know that intention generally is very very important specifically in the month of Ramadan the scholars have made mention that one must make tabiyatuniya and this means that each and every single night before we go to bed we must renew our intention to fast the next day and this shows us the importance of intention and our intentions will determine our outcome during this month of Ramadan. In order to maximize our benefits during this month of Ramadan, we need to set realistic goals for ourselves. We need to set realistic goals for ourselves. And we need to set goals which are attainable. Because usually we start the month of Ramadan off with vigor and zeal. Our masajid are filled right, to capacity. And as time goes on, what happens? Um, those numbers decrease. And it decreases drastically. So what does this go back to? It goes back to the intention. It goes back to the intention and setting realistic goals for ourselves. The deeds we engage in during the month of Ramadan does not have to be many deeds. We can do few deeds but be consistent upon them, and that is more beloved to Allah Azza wa Jal. As the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, أَحَبُّ الْأَعْمَالِ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَإِنْ He said that the most beloved deeds to Allah are those deeds which are consistent even if they are few. So, let us start implementing small changes in our lives that we can be consistent upon during Ramadan and more so after the month of Ramadan. Our final reminder for today, inshallah, is we need to keep in mind the goal of fasting. Because if we know what the goal of fasting is, we then can achieve what Allah Azza wa Jal wants from us during this month of Ramadan. And the goal of fasting, it is to develop our taqwa, to develop our consciousness to, be, to develop our awareness and to develop our fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so the goal of Ramadan is to become a better Muslim and to strengthen our protective barriers. Taqwa comes from the word wiqaya and wiqaya means shield. So we want to strengthen our shield of taqwa during this month of Ramadan. And that means to place between ourselves and the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a protective barrier. That in the month of Ramadan, each and every single Muslim feels as if he draws closer towards Allah. Each and every single Muslim feels as if his awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases. And this is key, that we are strengthening our protective shields of taqwa during the month of Ramadan, which ultimately leads us to the ultimate reward, and that is to get Jannah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, during the month of Ramadan, He has utaqah, He has servants whom He sets free from the fire of Jahannam, and this happens each and every single night during the month of Ramadan. And so, this is the goal that through our fasting, we want to achieve. Jannah. And we want to achieve the pleasure of Allah subhanahu 
wa ta'ala. We end today inshallah and we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us from amongst those who achieve maximum benefits during this Ramadan. And we pray that whatever positive changes we make during this month of Ramadan, it ultimately outlives the month of Ramadan and that these changes become part of our lives. Bi'ithnillah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruka. Wa atubu ilayk. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.